Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I got to tell you, this story gutted me. I could have cried after I read this story, and it's a really short story. I, I do consider myself, and this is maybe not a good thing, to be somewhat desensitized to some of the bad things that happen just because I'm steeped in it all the time, right? It's become normal for me to read about bad things. But this one, I felt like someone had punched me in the gut when I read this. This is the backstory. This is the backstory here. So Mr. Beast is the most famous YouTuber on YouTube, right? He His videos hold all the records. He, I, I mean, I can't even tell you how many subscribers he has and how many views he has. Like hundreds of billions. He's the most watched person on YouTube and he has a sidekick on his show. And by the way, Mr. Beast is, you may not have heard of Mr. Beast. A lot of you have heard of Mr. Beast, but the, the few people who haven't heard of him, it's similar to Andrew Tate. Not in the sense that he's trying to be some, some masculine influence, but his influence over young people is enormous. You will not talk to a child who doesn't know who Mr. Beast is. They watch his stunt videos and his entertainment all the time. So he's, he's a huge cultural influence. Well, Mr. Beast has this character on his show or this sidekick on his show named Chris Tyson. Chris Tyson is a young man in his 20s, married to a woman. They have, I think, a two-year-old son now. And a couple months ago, Chris Tyson, Mr. Beast's, Mr. Beast's sidekick, announced that he was going to be trans. He wasn't going to be a man anymore. He said he was going to be a woman. He was going to undergo hormone replacement therapy and start identifying as a female. This was a huge shock to a lot of people who watched this show because he was a family man or he appeared to be. He was married. He had a little boy. And all of a sudden, he said he was going to be a woman. Like, what? Like, what? Huge shock here. And then Mr. Beast, of course, who, who tries to say pretty apolitical. He's not really a political entertainer. Mr. Beast said that he was going to support Chris. So this caused righteous indignation among a lot of conservatives because Mr. Beast has fans that are both conservative and liberal. Mr. Beast said he would support him. Well, fast forward six months and Chris Tyson in the middle of his transition. I want to bring this tweet up on the screen so that you can see it for yourself. It's a picture of before and after picture of on the left, you can see Chris Tyson and his wife and his little boy when he was identifying as a man. And on the right, you can see Chris Tyson with longer hair and makeup in a, in a woman's shirt on. And that's kind of a grotesque comparison in and of itself. Obviously, it's like Dylan Mulvaney. He still looks like a man. That's not the gutting part of the story. The gutting part of the story is the caption of this tweet, which reads, Chris Tyson's ex-wife says that their son misses his dad that he constantly asks her, what happened to him? Where did he go? It's like someone punched me in the gut. I read that and I could have cried because my, my daughter is the same age as this little boy. She adores her dad, adores her dad. If all of a sudden he started wearing makeup and started identifying as a woman, pre pretending that he was female, this would, I mean, this would, destroy her psychologically. This, this is like abandonment. And I thought to myself, we are told that we should accept transgender ideology out of empathy for other people, that we're just being kind or polite or socially, we're, we're creating a, a socially comfortable situation for people who want to live alternative lifestyles. And I thought, no, that is so false. 
we are not only indulging delusion, which is a threat to objective reality, that's true, and we shouldn't indulge delusion that threatens objective reality, but this actively harms people. This weirdo, I mean, I don't even like to use the word paraphilia. Paraphilia is a word that was also invented by John Money for perverted sexual disorders. And we used to call them perversions. And John Money redefined sexual perversion as paraphilia to make it a little bit less shocking to people. I refuse to use the word paraphilia now that I realize what the entomology of that word is, where it came from. This sexual perversion that Chris Tyson is engaging in publicly is harming his innocent, beautiful son. And that is so, so, so evil. I can't, I can't think of a story that gutted me the way that this tweet has in a very long time what our society is knowingly doing to these little children. It's so awful. Meanwhile, of course, and I know that's a heavy way to start the show. I just, this was the thing that I couldn't get out of my mind. I want, I want people to understand the implications, not just on the people who are transing themselves, that's awful enough, but on everyone around them, on their families. It's so awful. So I apologize for starting the show in a heavy way, but there it is. That's the tweet that I was obsessed with all day. So of course, we're going to talk about Trump indictment stuff. We talked a little bit about it yesterday. It had just broken. Um, we're going to break it down a little bit more because the contrast here is something that's quite shocking. Meaning we read a little bit from the indictment on the show yesterday, the Jack Smith, the special counsel's indictment of Trump. And essentially they're indicting him for free speech. They're indicting him because he pushed back against what happened in the 2020 election. It's, it's, the most egregious abuse of power in modern American history, if not in American history against a politician, simply for the politician's opinion. But what's funny is the actual people who have committed this crime, if this criminalization of questioning the outcome of an election is a crime, the people guiltiest of this aren't Trump. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So what's interesting about this indictment of Trump, it's, uh, it's so egregious, it's hard to even escalate the tone because it's actually something we've never seen before in our country. This, this is something that you would see coming from Vladimir Putin. This is something that you would see Xi Jinping. Remember that video that we showed on the on the show maybe three, four months ago where it was the, the, the communist Congress, at least that's what they call it, in China, and Xi Jinping had his predecessor, the former president of China, escorted out of this communist con uh, Congress. And it was a really chilling scene because clearly Xi Jinping had orchestrated this. Clearly the communists wanted to get rid of this other political actor. He was extremely surprised when security came over to him and started escorting him out but he knew exactly what was happening. He knew that Xi Jinping was having him arrested because he posed a political threat. And he even touched Xi Jinping's arm on his way out as he was being escorted out by communist secret police. Like 
really, are you kidding me? And Xi Jinping just kind of like moved his arm away, like, don't you dare touch me. And I thought, this is exactly what Joe Biden is doing to Donald Trump. Joe Biden is Xi Jinping, and he is having his communist secret police try to arrest Donald Trump because Donald Trump poses a threat to Joe Biden's chances at winning the White House again in 2024. You think we would never see this in our country. We're a free country, the land of the free, the home of the brave. We're not a, a dictatorship. We're not a country of authoritarianism. We don't live in a tyrannical, a tyrannical place. And yet, do we? Is that what our country has become? Because this, what the left, what Jack Smith, the special counsel appointed by Merrick Garland, is accusing Trump of, what this indictment, what contains, is the accusation that Trump's quote-unquote big lie, this is what the, the special counsel is unilaterally determining to be the truth. They are the arbiters of truth. And what have we said a million times? Someone who is the arbiter of truth is nothing more than an authoritarian because they can redefine anything to suit their political agenda at any time, therefore having complete control over us. This is a perfect example of that. So the special counsel has determined that nothing whatsoever fishy happened in the 2020 election. I don't think a single person in this, listening to the show, watching the show today believes that. Of course we don't believe that. It's patently false. There was lots of fishy things that happened in 2020. We've gone over them a million times. But what's funny is that Jack Smith is accusing Trump's big lie of defrauding the United States. Essentially, he's criminalizing Trump's free speech. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. But the ironic part is that President Trump has factually identified problems with the 2020 presidential election. Meanwhile, you have all these Democrats throughout the years who contested the results of elections that were done fairly and freely, elections where there wasn't fraud, there wasn't electioneering, there wasn't any rigging or cheating. They have denied the result of elections when Republicans have won for literally decades and yet Democrats have never been indicted, not even close, not even investigated. Their free speech has never been labeled as defrauding the United States. And listen to all the high profile Democrats who've made this claim that elections have been stolen. Take a look at this. Can you win with Russian interference though? That's, That's the real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. He is an illegitimate president in my mind. Would you be my vice presidential candidate? <laughs> Folks, look, I absolutely agree. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. He lost the election, and he was put into office because the Russians interfered. Russia interfered with our election, attacked our democracy for the sole purpose of artificially placing someone at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They were successful. Trump knows he's an illegitimate president. The president-elect, although legally elected, is not legitimate. I don't see this president-elect as a legitimate president. And there is no other way of saying it but be very blunt. Al Gore won the state of Florida in 2000, and we should never forget it. Most Americans, or a great many Americans, don't have confidence that the election of 2000 was fair. But I don't believe we lost. I, I believe we just failed to have all of the votes counted. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Without voter suppression, Stacey Abrams would be the governor of Georgia. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. So that's Kamala Harris, Jimmy Carter, Hakeem Jeffries, 
Hillary Clinton, Jerry Nadler, John Lewis, Terry McAuliffe, Howard Dean, Donna Brazil, and Stacey Abrams. It's basically a who's who in Democrat politics. And they all have claimed that the that different elections when Republicans won were stolen. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about the biggest election interference crime that has ever been committed in U.S. history. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. The most egregious election interference crime that has ever been committed in U.S. history was committed by Hillary Clinton and the DNC, who hired, paid a foreign spy, Christopher Steele, to invent a story about President Trump colluding with Vladimir Putin and the Russians to rig the 2016 election. They then convinced the Department of Justice to pretend that this was true and use that as justification to get an order from a secret court to spy on President Trump's campaign and people in President Trump's orbit. They also use this to wage a disinformation campaign. And I know I don't even like the word disinformation. I reject it. But I also will be playing by the same rules that the Democrats set. If they say that it's disinformation, misinformation, malinformation, whatever they want to call it these days, if they want to say that it's disinformation to make that claim, they better be held to their own standards. And yet, to this day, who has been held accountable for the Russia collusion hoax that was intended as election interference? Nobody. Nobody. Nobody involved with it. Nobody from Peter Strzok to Lisa Page to Bruce Orr at the Department of Justice to James Comey, to James Clapper, to any of these people, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, all of these people were in the know. They all knew about it. And they're all walking free. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. Oh, I'm sorry, wait a second. Hillary Clinton did um, have to reclassify in her campaign finance records when she claimed that she was paying a law firm for legal services, when she was actually paying a law firm to subcontract this foreign spy to write the Steele dossier. She had to reclassify that because it's not actually legal services. That's all. That's the only accountability that she ever that she ever faced. And yet President Trump is being told that because he questioned the outcome of the 2020 election because there was evidence of electioneering that caused perhaps people who are valid voters to cast their votes in ways that are invalid and therefore shouldn't have been counted under the terms of our laws. They're going to put him in jail. And they will put him in jail. They absolutely will. Joe Biden said a year ago that he didn't want to run against President Trump. He said that he was going to defeat President Trump in 2024. How? By using the government to stop him. Take a look at this. That G7 conversation was tied to your predecessor, who is about to launch another campaign. So how do you reassure them if that is 
the reason for their questioning that the former president will not return, that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not oh, yeah? once again take power in the United <laughs> States. Well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if, we, uh, if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. Um, now, I know that's a little hard to understand because mumbly is senile, but what he said is he didn't say we're going to defeat him. He didn't say we're going to offer the American people our vision, Trump's going to offer his vision, and people are going to decide, and I think people are going to choose us. He didn't say anything like that. What he said was a euphemism for saying we're going to use the power of the federal government to stop him. We're going to try to hogtie him with frivolous legal issues and indictments so that he can't run. So he can't run. And what's going to happen here is President Trump is going to go to jail. I don't say this because I'm trying to be doomsday. I'm saying this because I've watched exactly what the left is doing. I've analyzed what their playbook is, and their playbook is to put President Trump in jail. And they want him in jail before election day. They want to hold him under pretrial detention. The reason they want to hold him under pretrial detention is because they want the American people to go nuts. They want conservatives to riot. They want there to be political violence. They want this proverbial civil war that they always claim Republicans want. Actually, the Democrats want that. That's what the left wants. That's what the left is trying to foment. Because the, the moment that a conservative loses their head, the moment a Trump supporter becomes violent, then that's going to justify President Biden cracking down on everyone who is a Trump supporter. They want this. They desperately need you to commit an act of violence. Do not do it. Do not fall for their trip. They're leading you into this trap, leading you into this. They want you to feel hopeless. They want you to feel reckless. They want you to feel that there's like, a, like you're trapped, like there's nothing else you can do. And so you act out thinking that you're doing something right. Do not do that. They are manipulating you and that's what they want you to do because as soon as you do that, they'll crack down on your free speech. Anything that's related to conservative talking points, Republican talking points and policy issues, support of President Trump will be labeled as actual violence the way that President Trump's words about the 2020 election are labeled as actual violence and obstruction of an official proceeding and defrauding the United States. They will criminalize your speech and any speech that has to do with support of Trump if even one Trump supporter does something foolish. So don't do it. It's exactly what they want. The judge presiding over Trump, so this was done very specifically, the way that this case was laid out. President Trump obviously wants this to be moved out of the D.C. circuit because D.C. is the swamp. A jury pool in D.C. is going to be so biased against Trump. These are the swamp creatures that work in the administrative state, right? That's the residents of D.C. It's going to be so biased that it doesn't matter what the facts of the case are. He is going to be convicted and the judge presiding over Trump is doing is going to do everything to make that happen. This is the judge presiding over. Let me bring this up on the screen. Give me one second. We're going to bring this up on the screen. Judge Tanya Chutkin. You see her picture there. She was appointed by Barack Obama, which doesn't necessarily mean that she's that she's corrupt, but she is corrupt. The reason she's corrupt is we've talked about this often on the show how Everything that the special counsel is doing to President Trump right now, the fact that he's investigating him over January 6th, that he indicted him over free speech and accused him essentially of inciting a riot, an insurrection, of obstructing a government process based on his words, his words, um, and his words, by the way, which didn't mean what the special counsel is, is accusing him of, every single 
defendant from January 6th who has gone through the nightmare that they've experienced for the last year has been setting the precedent that the Department of Justice needs for how they're going to put Trump in prison. And Tanya Chutkin has been an integral part of this. So she presided over a dozen cases of January 6th defendants, and she is the only judge who sentenced, it was 11, not 12, sentenced these 11 defendants to more time in prison than the prosecution asked. So she increased the sentences from what the prosecution asked. And keep in mind, prosecutors usually ask for an amount of time in prison. It's like a negotiating table situation, right? They ask for more than they think they're going to get because the judge usually gives less. Well, Tanya Chutkin gave more than the prosecution asked for, more. There's not a chance in this world that she's going to do anything other than the bidding of what Joe Biden wants to be done. She will put President Trump in prison 100%. And you know who's a supporter of this whole process? This is kind of mind-blowing. Mike Pence. Mike Pence came out strongly against President Trump. Look at this tweet. I'm going to bring this up on the screen. It says, today, he tweeted this two days ago when the indictment came down. He said, today's indictment serves as an important reminder. Anyone who puts himself over the Constitution should never be president of the United States. Like, what? 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 He might as well work. He might as well be a swamp creature. I don't understand who Mike Pence thinks is going to vote for him. Democrats hate him because he's a Christian, right? Because he's pro-life, because he doesn't think we should trans children. Democrats would never vote for him. They hated Mike Pence worse than they hated Donald Trump for a minute at the beginning of the 2016 campaign. Who does he think he's gonna, is gonna vote for him? Like, Jonah Goldberg? Is that who he thinks is going, going to vote for him? He's gonna have a very, very small voting demographic here. He's also wrong. What President Trump did, you can disagree on the on President Trump's legal theory that he was trying to convince Mike Pence that he had the power to object to electors. You can agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. But the fact that Mike Pence is accusing Trump of subverting the Constitution, I've never heard anything from Mike Pence half as strong as this related to Russia collusion or the fake Ukraine impeachment or any of the allegations made against President Trump. None whatsoever. The most infuriating thing to me is when someone who's ostensibly on our own side becomes a traitor, flips and switches and picks up the narrative of the other side. And that's exactly what Mike Pence is doing. What does he think that our country will look like if we allow the left to do this? Does he think someone like him would ever have a future? I'm not even talking about a political future because under the rules that the left wants for our nation, his Christian beliefs, his right to free speech, his right to defend himself, his views on life in the womb and the protection of life in the womb, his views on marriage, his views on parental rights, his... I mean, even his own rights as a white man would all be under attack. What does he think a future with the left would look like? He is going to be woefully disappointed, woefully. So an interesting survey about happiness. This I want to bring to Andrew Tate's attention. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. As the nation gears up for another election season, tune to the first TV for the best coverage on television. Get an exclusive inside look at the American political machine with Sean Spicer at 7. Unmatched analysis and historical perspective from Bill O'Reilly at 8. Then a
bold, unapologetic take from Jesse Kelly at 9. It's must-see TV in primetime every night on The First TV. Watch The First on DirecTV Channel 347, Uverse Channel 1220, or DirecTV Stream. This would be so interesting um, to hear Andrew Tate's take on this. A recent survey, and I want to bring this quote up on the screen, measured happiness among different demographics of people. This was not just women. We talked about a very similar survey last week about which type of women were happiest. Single women, married women, married women who are mothers, mothers who are not married. And it found, that survey found that married mothers are by far the happiest. Well, this survey includes men and doesn't take into account uh, parenthood and found, if we could bring element number six up onto the screen, please, found that being married is the most important differentiator in happiness with a 30% point happy unhappy gap over the unmarried. So you are 30% happier if you are married, according to this survey, than if you are unmarried. So here's my point. If Andrew Tate, who thinks of himself as the role model for young men, teaching them how to be successful and happy, if Andrew Tate actually wanted young men to be happy, he would tell them to get married and to stay married. And yet, Andrew Tate recommends no such thing, even though the scientific evidence shows you are 30% happier if you are married than unmarried. If Andrew Tate wanted men to be happy, he would tell them to get married and stay married, and yet crickets from Andrew Tate. All right, Lizzo. We haven't talked about Lizzo in a while. Every time we talk about Lizzo, I get a whole batch of emails, some from people saying this is great that you're talking about how Lizzo's so-called body positivity narrative, which is basically just her trying to tell us that being morbidly obese is healthy when we know objectively it's not. And my point in talking about this always is not to be rude to Lizzo. Like she has value and dignity regardless of whether she's morbidly obese or not. But I refuse to let the left destroy objective reality. This is this is their next front. First, they told us that men could be women if they want to. Now they're telling us that morbidly obese people are perfectly healthy, that it doesn't come with a risk of diabetes and heart disease and early death, even though scientifically it does. I refuse to let them um, re-engineer society, redefine words, and destroy objective truth. But every time that I talk about this, half of the people are like, yes, thank you. And then other people are like, please don't bully Lizzo. Oh, I'm not the one bullying here. Wait till you hear this. I'm not the bully. Lizzo is. Lizzo has been accused of both sexual harassment and body shaming. And when I say body shaming, her former employees who are alleging that Lizzo created a hostile work environment I want to read this from the Associated Press. This is exactly what she's been accused of. They write, Lizzo has been sued by three former dancers who accused the Grammy winner of sexual harassment and alleged the singer and her production company created a hostile work environment. The civil lawsuit filed Tuesday in Los Angeles County Superior Court claims Lizzo pressured the dancers to engage with nude performers at a club in Amsterdam and shamed one of them for her weight gain before firing her. Now, the Associated Press is being pretty delicate when they say Lizzo pressured her dancers to engage with nude performers at a club in Amsterdam. If you want the details of what Lizzo pressured her employees to do, please, I invite you to look it up. You will be shocked. You will be horrified. And you will want to detox your mind from even thinking about the disgusting, perverted sex act that Lizzo was pressuring her employees to do. But then, of course, Lizzo bullied one of her employees for gaining weight and then fired her. I'm going to leave this story with no comments. I'm going to leave this story with no comment. I've been called a bully even by conservatives for calling Lizzo out. I think we can all see the writing on the wall here. 
or as you might say, the elephant in the room. We have time for one more random thing from the internet. And this is actually, I can't wait to hear your guys' opinion on this. I want you to tell me what you think. In a zoo in China, there's an exhibit with bears in it. This sounds pretty normal, pretty standard for zoos to have bears. But there's one bear in this zoo that oftentimes stands on her hind legs and waves to patrons of the zoo. And this bear does not look like a normal bear. This bear is really skinny. This bear waves in a way that has caused people all around the world who have seen this video to wonder, is this a real bear or is this a human in a bear suit? Here's the video, decide for yourself. Look at this bear. Does that look like a bear to you? Or does that look like a human wearing a bear suit? I've never seen a skinny bear like that. Usually bears are fat and waving that way. That's pretty good dexterity for a bear. Moving the head like there might be some kind of eye holes right around the neck like a bear costume. I'm gonna choose the conspiracy. I'm gonna choose, that's a person. That's definitely a person there in that, in that bear suit. Let me know what you think. Go to lizwheeler.com, drop your comment. Tell me what you think. Uh, join me on Twitter at Liz underscore Wheeler. Let me know what you think over there. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler. This is The Liz Wheeler Show. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.